For my entire life, I've thought that one day, if I went through the motions of life and education, eventually I would wake up knowing what I was supposed to have learned and be ready to take my place in society. However, I have discovered that my expectations were false and misguided. I failed myself, and society let me. Let's talk about it. My name is Jared Heron, and this is Classy Autism. Welcome to the discussion. It's my opinion that education is probably the frontier of America's greatest failure. But I just want to ask everyone listening to take a second and think about it. Do you concur? Schools have become less about education and teaching people to think, which is honestly probably the most important thing somebody can learn to do. To think for themselves. To analyze the world around them and take into consideration all of the facts, not just what one person says or what in the moment looks to be the truth. Um, we, we see this happening a lot today in politics and the news, uh, social media. One person can claim something and suddenly there are millions of people online agreeing with it without knowing any facts or having any reason to actually believe it because they're not thinking about it. All they're doing is hearing one person make a claim and deciding, oh, well, that must be true. There are a lot of reasons that go into people making these sort of decisions. Uh, sometimes it's just people, they had a bad experience in the past with something. That event in their life or the person being blamed fits something that they don't like for some tangential and irrelevant and usually petty reason. And so they latch on and attack it, and then another person has the same thing. And it, it's a crowd mentality. The internet has brought us to this crowd mentality where all it takes is a handful of people not to think, and suddenly everybody believes it is true without thinking about it themselves. E even if they are people who know how to think. I, I see myself doing it sometimes. I'll be on social media and I'll read something and go, Wow, that sucks. And then 10 minutes later, it's still in the back of my mind. And I'll think, why did I believe that? That could have no basis in reality or truth, fact, anything. So I'll go and I'll actually look it up. And the fact of the matter is that it was completely fabricated. The people being spoken about either didn't exist or, you know, had been taken out of context. And it just... It's something really scary in today's world that nobody can think for themselves, and that is a product of education. The education system in America right now is based on indoctrination, uh, training people like pets to believe what they're told rather than to think for themselves. Uh, my father's a lawyer, and you know when he was in law school, everything was taught via the Socratic method. Um, never telling people outright what the answer is, but instead asking a series of questions that will cause them to think and to think about every possible outcome that could lead to a scenario or what the, the possible outcomes are of a proposed action. And that's how lo lawyers were trained for years, generations. And 
and nowadays I hear about law school and it's multiple choice tests and lectures and things. And that's never what law school was intended to be. And I don't think that's what any education was intended to be. There are very few subjects where lecture is the appropriate course of action. Uh, <laughs> I think that lecturing is useless. Uh, some people learn really well that way, but they can learn just as well from a book, uh, by reading a book or listening to an audiobook about a topic, rather than going to a class where, they're, where they could be having interaction and discussion and civil arguments about these topics to learn to think for themselves and discover to discover how they can think it through and find answers and lectures should instead instead of being lecture courses they should be discussion courses uh, people would gain so much more from that but no people don't want to think people want to be given the answers and they want to they want to hear you're right and you didn't lose or you're not you know they, they never want to be told that they're wrong or that they failed at something and and that's where we get participation trophies. And you know, when I played little league, nobody got a vic nobody got a championship trophy or a, anything like that. It was literally the entire league all got the same trophies, and every player on the team got a trophy. And there were never any you know MVPs or anything like that. It was because it was always everybody's equal. You tried your best, so that's it. Or you participated, so therefore you're as good as everyone else. And I, I've believed that in the past. I, I don't believe it at all anymore. I think that the intro here is, I failed myself and society let me. And I believe that's true. I guess I'm blaming society and I'm taking responsibility for my own actions in that statement. Society is very much to blame because we're all byproducts of our societies. And perhaps I'm using the term society a little bit skewed here uh i mean society as in everybody i've ever come into contact with what i read on social media the people who have influenced my life politically so uh personally society has definitely failed a lot of us uh, in fact i believe everyone in the last 20 30 years has been failed by society if you look at these people out in the streets looting and rioting and creating chaos just for the fun of it or you know while claiming a a social justice issue it it's garbage what those people are doing is it is a failure of society to teach right from wrong and to teach ownership of action and do unto others as you would have done unto you the golden rule those are the people who create this this chaos and who help cater to the idea that we don't need education when in fact those are the people that prove we do because those are the people who cannot think for themselves do not think for themselves and the few that actually can and do are the ones inciting it and leading those riots and these issues in our country i wholeheartedly believe that the coronavirus is a result of a lack of education in this country. Not that the virus exists because nobody was educated, so therefore it spontaneously came into existence. I believe that the restrictions and the breakdown in society and the massive fear 
that we are witnessing and have been witnessing for the last several months is entirely a result of no education in this country. The people who are educated or have a natural gift for intellect and self-education, they've been saying it and knowing it from the beginning. My, my family included, uh, I, I saw it an interview between Joe Rogan and Elon Musk where Elon Musk laid it out right at the beginning of the virus in May, May or April, saying that it's this is a scam. The, the virus does exist, but the numbers are being inflated, and here's why. And nobody listened. Joe Rogan has the most popular podcast in the world, and nobody listened. Joe Rogan has the most popular podcast in the world, and his guest is widely acknowledged and recognized as being one of the smartest people in the world right now. At least the most successful, the most free-thinking, and capable of actually accomplishing things. And nobody cared what either of them had to say. Joe Rogan, when it was explained to him, he had already had some of these ideas, but when it was laid out for him, crystal clear, and arguments made, and he made counter-arguments and asked questions... He agreed that it seemed odd and that everything seemed a little skewed and forced. The numbers were inflated because hospitals were going under and doctors were having to be laid off. But then you could get COVID money if you just identified a death that was a heart attack, but in somebody who had the COVID antibody. If you identified that as COVID, then you got to keep another doctor on staff. And that's the argument Elon Musk made to explain why these things would be happening and n nobody cared nobody cared at all in fact there were 17 there have been 17 million views on the video it's two hours long i'll grant you but 17 million views and nobody nobody cared i mean that's a little depressing that people aren't even willing to take that information and think about it themselves and maybe come to a conclusion and maybe, you know, I'm sure some did, but seriously, I think it makes the point very clearly that we're in a point where free thinking is not accepted. It's not thought to be important, and it is very important. People have been indoctrinated to believe that if somebody makes an argument counter to yours, all you have to do is throw out insults or say that they don't believe you, so they're wrong, and get enough people to back you on that. And then it is wrong. When in reality, it's not. Maybe both sides are wrong. But I believe that the side that's willing to have discourse and lay out facts and arguments, I believe that that person is much more often correct and the person that you want to work with uh, is the smarter individual. So, as I mentioned before, my father is a lawyer. And this week, he's filed a lawsuit against Governor Tate Reeves of Mississippi, where we reside, uh, calling his COVID restrictions unconstitutional. Now, I, I wholeheartedly agree. I believe that all of these restrictions and shutdowns and mandatory masks across the nation have just been... It's been a complete infringement on our rights and utterly unnecessary from the beginning. A lot of people disagree with that. A lot of people do. A, a lot of people are in agreement. Most people, the silent majority, agree with that, but don't know how to go about doing anything about it. Well, my father has, you know, been watching the situation, wanting to do something, 
but really unable to, given that all of these restrictions are being done using emergency power. And he's finally found a leg to stand on uh, that should at least get into the courtroom. In Pennsylvania, uh, a judge cited that it was unconstitutional. Now, in Mississippi, that may not happen. In a lot of places, that hasn't happened. But it's a fight that my father and my family as a whole is taking on. The Constitution and the claims that COVID-19 and all of its restrictions are not COVID-19, the virus, but COVID-19, the social issue, and its restrictions are unconstitutional. A lot of people say that it's not because you're protecting the citizens. But that's not the place of the government to determine that freedoms are unnecessary because safety is at stake. Citizens' freedoms override. They have the freedom to choose what action they want to take with their life. Now that sounds silly to say that so-and-so has the right to choose to put their life in danger, but they're being stopped and that's an infringement on their basic human rights. Well, we don't stop our soldiers from enlisting and going off to fight our wars. Those people are choosing to put their lives at stake. I know a lot of people who would be really upset if they weren't given the opportunity or the privilege to serve their nation. I'm not saying that having the right to not wear a mask in public or to go to the grocery store, to go to church, to hold a prayer group in your own home with more than 10 people, I'm not saying that those are equivalent to going and fighting a war for your nation, but it's the same basic principle. As I close up this podcast, I'd like to read an excerpt from the book that I'm writing uh, titled the very same as my intro, I Failed Myself and Society Let Me. If you continue to listen to my podcast over the next several weeks, months, or even years, I believe that that's going to be a theme that you become very familiar with and that you hear a lot of. Even though my entire podcast will not be political, I believe that that is a fundamental idea that everybody needs to understand and accept about themselves and work to improve for the betterment of both themselves and future generations. Fifty years ago, people didn't ask, what can my government do for me? They asked, what could they do for their country? That's an important distinction between government and country. In America, the government is supposed to be an elected body to oversee the country's affairs and carry out the will of its citizens. Today, however, people believe the government is the country, and that the government should cover its subjects' costs, education, and protection. A country is a body of citizens, and their morals, values, ideals, ethics, drive, determination, and commitment to fight for those truths and a better future. A strong country is comprised of strong citizens, forming a strong society with strong communities. Without a strong country, no society can be strong, and so it will always let the next generation fail. Now, obviously in that excerpt from my book, I was speaking about the American idea of country versus government, an idea that was first conceived of with the Magna Carta and 
came to full fruition with what we now see and know and cherish, the Constitution of the United States of America. That Constitution is being attacked and has been being attacked for years. And it is time that we stop and we put an end to it. We cannot let our Constitution, the most unique and perfect or near-perfect form of government that the world has ever seen, be damaged, defiled, and degraded by people who do not respect it and understand it because they are simply so uneducated that they can't even comprehend the tragedy that they are committing. My father says that the modern generation is functionally illiterate. I have to agree with him. In fact, I go so far as to say that functional illiteracy and lack of education is the biggest issue facing our times.